Hello, everybody, and welcome to That Wrestling Show, the podcast where all pro wrestling matters, and this is it. This is WrestleMania week, the biggest week of the year, and it's so big, we're doing this in two parts, and we're going to start part one today. Joining me as, you know, frequent guests of the show, they come on, they talk, they got their knowledge. We got Mr. Ted and we got Mr. Steve here. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, What's gentlemen. What's up, guys? There we go. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna give Steve the first hello, but me and Ted were giving each other the first hello. <laughs> 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 oh, this is gonna be a fun show. What about that? <laughs> so, uh, on this episode, we are going to run through the entire card. For WrestleMania, we're going to give our picks, and we're also going to talk about the WWE Hall of Fame Class of 2023. It has been finalized today, and we'll talk about who the final inductee is in a little bit. But uh, let's begin by talking about an, an interesting story that's coming up, and or that came up today, and it's a possibility that maybe this happens, maybe it doesn't happen. So, uh, Nick Khan, the CEO of WWE, was on the Marchand and Oren podcast report. I, I, I know how big of a fan you both are of that podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, it's in, a, you know, in advance of WrestleMania weekend. During the conversation... Nick Khan stated that the company would be open to the idea of reverting pay-per-views, or premium live events, back to the old pay-per-show format, if that was something their media rights holder wanted included after a new deal was struck. So an example would be, if NBC Universal landed the rights to everything and wanted to, they could then charge an additional fee for WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Backlash, blah blah blah, for the subscribers to access those live events. Uh, currently, UFC does that with their deal with ESPN Plus, and if you're an ESPN Plus subscriber, you can, excuse me, then purchase the pay-per-views for an additional premium fee. So, uh, I'm gonna... Now, Steve, you said off-air you had kind of read this earlier. Um, thoughts about maybe them going to that? As a fan, uh, everyone wants to watch this stuff for free, and no one wants to have to go back to paying $50 or $60 for a pay-per-view back in the old days. <laughs> So, I can understand where they're coming from with this, but as a fan, I'm like, eh, I prefer the free stuff. But their Peacock deal is worth over a billion dollars. And it's yeah. not happening until 2025. So, it's not like they're losing revenue that they had by ending the pay per view model. You know, they just made up for it elsewhere. Uh, Ted, what about you? Your thoughts? Um, well. I'm one of those people who bought most pay-per-views um, at a certain period of time. Um, I didn't know that. But about you. yeah, I did. Um, but 
I was talking with someone earlier this morning about um, about the era of the paid pay-per-views. Because uh, I, I, I sent him the uh, My Heart Will Go On with uh, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels um, thing. <laughs> and um, we were talking about it. And I was like, you know, the, if the model still existed today... There'd be a few pay-per-views that I'd be very frustrated with. And the first one that just came to my mind was Brock and Goldberg uh, back in, I think, Survivor Series 2018 or oh, something. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, okay. Um, because, like, like if the main event was literally, like, three and a half minutes. And um, I was joking with Bill, saying, like... Um, there was this hashtag longer than Brock and Goldberg. And I said, uh, this lunch line at the cafeteria is hashtag longer than Brock and Goldberg. I think um, I remember that now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so that's kind of the only issue you have with it is, um, if they keep pulling that type of crap, you wouldn't be a big fan of the pay-per-view model. Cause you just blew $60 for nothing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would be, I would be, I would be open for maybe paying a little bit extra for the big four, like maybe, you know, $15, $20 maybe, mm-hmm. but, or, or maybe, or maybe the whole 60, I don't know, but, you know, for, for, for the for the other pay per views, I'm not I'm not sure I'd be up for that. Cause like I'm I'm I am now used to not paying sixty dollars a month, at least because I I think WrestleMania was actually like seventy five or eighty. Yeah, they bump it a little um, more for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like I'm I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit liking the fact that it, it that I'm paying um, nine ninety nine plus four ninety nine because uh, or not four ninety nine plus five bucks uh, for Peacock the with, with uh, I got ad free yeah so, yeah here's my thing on this and I and I'm gonna side with the both of you, but a little more to Ted, and then and then I'll get to Steve's side as well. If they just make it the big four, you know, like you have to pay a little more for those shows, then I'm absolutely fine with it. Because I don't think anyone here or listening is going to admit and say, oh, I'd be willing to pay $60 to watch Backlash next month. Because I don't think anyone will admit that. Even I wouldn't pay sixty dollars to pay for day one, and I and I've told Bill that I liked day one. And so, like with the lesser pay per views, like a day one backlash, um, TLC, the chamber. the chamber, the Saudi shows. Don't make those like everyone could see them. 
for for Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, those are the shows that should that you should pay more for. Um, if if you pay more for pay-per-views, I'm I'll be able to pay for those. For right, and with and to Steve, uh, I mean, yeah, if the pay-per-view model goes back to what it was, then. You know they're going to make money, but they have such a big deal with Peacock, and they're still going to be with Peacock for another two years. I I would assume when you know the negotiations start up in close to two years that you know they're going to want a little bit more money. So I I don't know if they're going to go through with it. In a way, I kind of hope they don't, but. Seeing how successful UFC is with how they do it on ESPN Plus, I could definitely see WWE doing that. Yeah, because that's kind of what WWE is at times. Is they will copy, you know, whatever the biggest pay per view trend going is, and still, you know, even though it hasn't been as popular as it has in years past, UFC is kind of still that big trend. I mean, I have ESPN Plus for the Capitals, and I have yet to buy a UFC pay-per-view. I have watched UFC pay-per-views that are um, on ESPN Plus. Right. You know, the, 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 you know, the, the premium live events that aren't pay-per-views. Okay. Um... But, excuse me, but, I, like, I think it's like $70, $80, to buy um, paper, UFC pay-per-views. Yeah, it's not cheap. Like, like it, it's, it's, it's definitely not cheap. Uh, if, 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 um... If I get, like, if I have to pay, like, $90 for a wrestling pay-per-view, I expect Hulk Hogan to be knocking on my door and be like, Let's watch this pay-per-view, brother! <laughs> How you a, doing, dog? I'll give you a free Hulkamania shirt, dude. <laughs> How you doing, dog? Hello, Simba! Oh, God. Are you are you ordering from from uh, Elevation Burger tonight? I'd like a burger. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! All right. Uh, well, let's get to a topic that we're going to talk about next, and this is an interesting topic. The well, it's always interesting. The WWE Hall of Fame uh, today they announced their final inductee. It is. Uh, Tim White, former referee who will be the recipient of the Warrior Award. He will be the first referee to basically be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, he is joining Rey Mysterio, who is the headliner. Uh, Great Muda, Andy Kaufman in the Celebrity Wing, and Stacey Keebler. Uh, I know you both really wanted to talk about this. Uh, I think Ted stepped out for a minute. So, Steve, I'll let you start. 
Um, well, Tim White himself, he was the referee uh, during the Mankind Undertaker Hell in a Cell thing where Mankind almost killed himself. Mm hmm. And uh, he. I guess if you could, like, have a favorite wrestler or the one wrestler that's, like, most well known besides Charles Robinson is Tim White. I think it's Charles Robinson, isn't it? Oh, it's a referee. Earl Hebner. Hebner's another one. Earl Hebner, yeah. There's a few. So I'm happy about this. I honestly have no idea why Stacy Keebler's being inducted. <laughs> but Tori Wilson was also inducted. I didn't know why that either. Um, this year's Hall of Fame to me is kind of anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. The only one really that I'm excited about seeing is Rey Mysterio. All right. Uh, can Ted? you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Hey, so, sorry, I was just refilling something. Uh, yeah. Um, at, at, first when they announced, at first, when they announced Rey Mysterio, I was a little bit on the negative side. I was thinking, you know, it, it's one thing if he works every other, every other year. Like, you know, maybe at WrestleMania and Royal Rumble comes a celebrity entrance. But, I mean, a surprise entrance. But he wrestles, he works weekly. And I don't think I've seen too many people who work weekly become uh, Hall of Famers. But once I saw the full list, I'm like, all right. I, I'm approving of this now because it's. It, I agree with Steve. It's very anticlimactic this year. Um, the Great and, Muda and Rey Mysterio and Andy Kaufman are the only ones I'm interested in seeing. And Tim Wyatt. Hey, buddy! Hey, buddy! Well, so wait a minute. They only Sorry, have, my dog just came in. So yeah. They're only having Tim White, Andy Kaufman, Stacy, The Great Muda, and Rey Mysterio this year? Yeah, that's the class. Where the hell did Batista go? Well, from what I read, and again, this, this could be false, so we really don't know. He was doing a movie in South Africa, and he wasn't going to be able to make it in time to do the ceremony. Because I believe he was going to be inducted this year. That's what it sounded like. But with his busy schedule, with movies and stuff... He couldn't, you know, come to L.A. and do, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. He's busy. Um, okay. With the Rock. Is, That's kind of the weird thing is, like, like, this <laughs> year, we didn't have The Rock, Austin, or Batista. So this is kind of an unusual WrestleMania from what many of us were anticipating. Oh, you mean as a card? Okay. In general, the Hall of Fame and the WrestleMania, neither one of them I would have ever anticipated shipping up the way they are now. Well, okay. I'm going to say this about Rey Mysterio. And I think the both of you, because I've known the both of you for a long time, will agree with me in saying Rey Mysterio is a Hall of Famer. He is. Absolutely. I think what's shocking is what Ted said the fact that he's an active competitor and he's going in this year while he's an active competitor. I'm sure somebody is like, oh, well, what about Ric Flair? 
he was about to retire. He was about to retire when he got inducted. So he, you know, he gets a pass. Um, I'm more okay with it now. Seeing the rest of the list. So. Oh yeah, uh, Muda is a no-brainer. It's great, Muda. Um, Andy Kaufman, I am. I, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say it. I think Andy Kaufman is the one that I'm the most happy about getting inducted. He should have been in already. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. He should have been in forever I, 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 ago. I mean, all right, let me pull it up real quick. I'm, I'm going to pull up the WWE Hall of Fame. And I'm going to pull up the celebrities. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read off every celebrity that got inducted before Andy Kaufman. And you tell me if they should have been inducted <laughs> before Andy Kaufman. Pete Rose. Pete shouldn't have gone in before Andy. William the, Refri William the Refrigerator Perry. Shouldn't have gone in before Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I would agree. Bob Eucher. I like Bob. I like him, but I don't think he should have gone in before Andy Kaufman. Drew Carey. Again, another person I like. Shouldn't have gone in before Andy Kaufman. Mike Tyson. That one, you could debate. Cause That's of, not even a debate, dude. He really? Was, okay. If it wasn't for Mike Tyson... The Attitude Era for WWF would have never gotten anywhere near as successful as it did. Uh, so let's okay. So let's make Tyson in that same group with Kaufman. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. I think he's more yeah. important than Kaufman because he uh, he actually did have a major impact on WWF. Kaufman did compared to Mike. That's fair. All right. Uh, Donald Trump. We'll just we'll just skip that one. Um, <laughs> Mr. T. Uh, I you could make the argument. With T, because he was in the first main event of WrestleMania, so I would agree. You could make the argument with Mr. T. Arnold Schwarzenegger, no, sorry, no. Snoop Dogg, again, you know, cool guy, but not before Andy Kaufman. Kid Rock, oh dear God, no, 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 no. He's done some good music in <clears throat> WWE, but I wouldn't say no. Like two songs? <laughs> William yes, William Shatner. William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Trekkie, I, and I'm laughing. I, had to, I honestly I had to look him up when he got inducted. <laughs> See, Simba agrees. William Shatner should not have gone I'm in before Andy Trekkie. Kaufman. I'm a Trekkie. I'm a Trekkie, and even I'm laughing. But let's uh, not ignore I, I, the. He doesn't. Let's not ignore the point. The reason why these celebrities aren't doubted. It's not because of what they did for the wrestling industry. It's because they're outsiders that are bringing eyeballs in and get more pu publicity for the company. That's true, but Kaufman's the exception to that rule. Him and Tyson are the exception. They are the exception to that. Oh, and the last one was Ozzy Osbourne. So, but no, I. What oh, what you? Was the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. He was, he was in the same year as uh, John Bradshaw Layfield. So, I, I agree. I agree with everything that Steve said, the previous comment. 
But Tyson and Kaufman, I think, are the exception to that rule. I, I really do. Sure. Now, I'm going to throw this out because I asked somebody, I asked a friend of mine this question the other night. So I'm going to ask you guys the same question, okay? Jokingly, people on Facebook were saying, Oh, wouldn't it be great if Andy Kaufman came back at the Hall of Fame ceremony? I mean, yes, he died from cancer like 40 years ago, but there's always that what if. <laughs> yep. Unless they were trying to make, like, use that as a metaphor to make a further point. Right. Who's <laughs> accepting for Andy Kaufman? That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Jerry Lawler. Oh, Jerry yeah. Lawler. And and probably his family too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if who's he, if he's accepting, then who's introducing? Him? Oh, Lawler's inducting him. Oh, if Lawler's healthy him. enough. Yeah. Lawler's healthy. He had a stroke a month. Yeah. Ago. Well, from what I've heard, he sounds like he's getting better day by oh, day. He so. A stroke? Yeah. Mm. Oh. Now, now I'm going to make the argument for Stacy Keebler. Not because she's my dream girl, which she is. You know, she. Oh my God, I had a huge crush on her in high school. Oh, I think I think I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Um, I'll give the short version. You could hear my rant on uh, the DK and Bill Wrestling podcast, where we talked about the Hall of Fame in a more dissect way even though we didn't know Tim White was going in. Yes, she didn't wrestle. I know that. But She did a little bit. I mean, a little bit, but she wasn't like a Trish or a Lita or a Jacqueline. With Stacy, she was one who was able to market WWE and be outside of it. Dancing with the Stars is like the biggest example. I could think of. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's a good she, point. She was in the second season, got all the way to the end. I still think she should have won. I don't even remember who won. I, I I think it was Jerry Rice or I, I don't I don't remember. But she made it to the end. And then probably most famously, she dated George Clooney. Even though it was after her time in WWE, she was dated or she dated George Clooney for years. And I thought Oh God, they're gonna end up together. Which I they were together for like six months or something. No, it was longer than that. Oh, okay. Um, so that that that's my argument for Stacy is Dancing with the Stars and George Clooney. I could make a few more arguments, but I don't really feel like it. Between two thousand and two and two thousand and four or five, she was very valuable as an enhancement talent. Yes. Because she yes, helped Test get over, Scott Steiner get over, even Austin worked with her a little bit. The Dudley Boys. I think she was with the Hardys, wasn't there? Wasn't she for a little while? Uh, that's the Dudleys. But yeah, she was a fantastic enhancement talent. So I do retract from my previous statement. I don't know why she's going in there. I do. It's just a kind of like I didn't expect her this year. That's understandable. I would I would agree with Steve on this on this retrospect. She was very good valet. Yes. Um. We we we. I. The three of us did make uh, uh, uh offline leg jokes. 
Um, she had a leg up on the competition. But I'm bumpsh. Uh, and she was, and she did have some acting um, uh, chops. She did some acting stuff. I, I remember she was on a couple of episodes actually of season two of a show that I used to like to watch, October Road. Okay. Um, uh, I didn't know that. She did some. She did some stuff. She like like Bill said. She did some stuff outside of wrestling that made people turn into wrestling, tune into wrestling. Uh, it, it's it's like seeing. Um, it's almost like seeing uh, a professional athlete in a credit card commercial and then saying, oh, I, I might watch his next game. Um, which, you know, Bill and I have said that, I mean, Bill and I have seen this thing, this before. Um, the uh, Alex Ovechkin Capital One um, yep. commercial is, is actually hysterical. Sony Penguin. He also had one for um, Eastern Motors, which which was a local car dealership in the DMV. I, he I did to, that? Yeah, oh, I'll, God, I'll have to send you the link. I'll send you the link later. Oh, nice. Um, one more thing about Stacy, and then then I want to talk about Tim White. If you're looking for a good Stacy Keebler match, WrestleMania 20, her and Jackie Gata against Tori Wilson and Sable. That match had no right to be as good as it was. It was, for, for what it was, it had no right to be as good as it was because that was a really good match. And yes, I'm saying it now, better than Brock and WrestleMania 20. Okay, but, oh yeah, I think I remember that match. Better than Brock and Goldberg. There, I said yeah, so. it. <laughs> the, cra- the, cra- the crowd was, like, hating that match. Oh, that was that. great. Oh. All right. Um, and to Tim White. It's Tim White. I mean, yeah, my God. He did so much. Um, like, like Steve said, he was the referee for Undertaker and Mankind, Hell in a Cell. He was in so many big matches. Um... And he was the handler for Andre the Giant for so many years. And they became best friends. And, you know, it's like he did so much for WWE that, you know, I I, kind of wish he was still here. He passed away last year. Who's inducting him? I think Dana Warrior's going to induct him and then his family will... Except oh, the award. Yeah, yeah, the award thing. I forgot about but, but if you're going to have a referee, like if you're going to pick someone to be the first referee to go into the WWE Hall of Fame, I have no problem with it being Tim White. None whatsoever. The first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you guys completely. And I did, and I, and I'll and I'll do this. I'll say this quick story real quick. Uh, when I went to the autograph signing for Ric Flair's book, guess who was with him? Tim White. And I got to, you know, talk for like a couple seconds, and he was very nice. So, 
yeah, Tim White, I, I'm, I'm very glad that he's getting this honor. So you've met him before, huh? Very briefly. It's not like we, you know, sat down, had a drink, anything. It's just, you know, he was just doing his job. I was be like, how you doing, Tim? Oh, you know, I'm doing good. I know that's not his voice, but I had to... You know, he does, you know, wrestlers do that because they love the social interaction with the fans. So, I mean, yeah. He, man, he brightened his day that day a little bit. Even if it's just a hi, I'm a big fan of your work. Nice yeah. To you, that type of thing. That, that, they love that shit. Yeah. Know? Tim White. I, 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 think I've, I think I've said this to Bill and um, Steve before, but wrestlers do believe, wrestlers do have that in, um, uh, uh, a few months ago, I went to a hockey and wrestling thing, right? Uh, a hockey and wrestling day game in Portland, Maine, and Dirty Dango, as it's called now, or free, previously known as uh, Fandango, um, he was there, he was signing autographs to people who paid for the VIP, and so... Like, I was talking, I was, I, I asked, uh, Enzo Amore, hey, did he, did he watch Big, did he watch Rumble last night? And he was like, no. And then, uh, I, I saw Dango and he was, and I was like, hey, and I was like, hey, uh, did he watch Rumble? And he's like, yeah, I did. What did you think about it? And I was like, it was a little bit long for five matches. And he was like, I would agree. Mm. And, um, then I... Then, then I just sat down, and then I saw some people taking pictures, so I took pictures, and but um, and then I I just asked Dango this question when I was getting my autograph from him, and I was like, "What did you think? What what were you feeling when you had your first match in your career in your WWE career at WrestleMania?" And he said, I was nervous as hell. And, I, and I, he, he was like, I was nervous as hell. And I'm like, you know what? I, I was just thinking, you know what? That's an honest answer. I was at that show. I was you at were? that. Yeah, I was at that WrestleMania. Oh, cool. And then when he won, was a big surprise. Yeah. Because it was like. It's like, it's Jericho. There's no way Jericho's going to lose. But Jericho's a pro. He will put the young guys over. So He always does. And then I just asked him if he... If he uh, I don't know where he about wrestled. putting Fandango over. What'd you say, what'd you say uh, Steve? I, I heard he was pissed off about putting Fandango over. Mm, he might have been. No, I remember like he was on his podcast talking about it, and he was pissed off that he got booked against Fandango at WrestleMania or some shit. Right. I don't know. And, it's been a while. Um, sorry. I, I know we're uh, no no problem no problem. I, I I'm sorry. I I I, I overspoke. Uh, but yeah, I I know where he wrestled his first match, um, and the the place got um, renovated and turned into a new place. And so I just asked him, "Hey, uh, have you have you come into Aura and like seen the place?" And he's like, "Yeah, back when it was the back 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 in the day when it was called the Asylum, it was 
it, you know, it was gritty, but it's really, really nice now. And I'm like, you know, I bet, I bet I, if I followed him and I messaged him, he would even, like, reply, like, oh, hey, Ted, I remember you, stuff like that. Well, don't, don't go stalking, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I won't stalk him! Because <laughs> I know you want to dance with him. <laughs> with somebody who loves All right, me. well... Let, let's get into it. WrestleMania, it has finally arrived. Saturday and Sunday. 13 matches over two nights. Um, I think the card looks decent. There are some matches that I think are going to steal the show. But we'll, you know, we'll see what everybody thinks. And we will do it or the order we'll go by is from the bottom to the top, according to WWE.com. So our first match that we're going to talk about, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. And Ted, I'll let you take this one, because I let Steve start the, the first two topics. Eddie's not at the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I am at the mic. I am at the mic. Are okay. Yeah, okay, okay. No, okay, it's okay, it's okay. No, we can hear you. We can hear you. It's just that our audience won't be able to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you, you hear me. You hear me. I'm sorry. I, I was getting some water. Um, yeah, um, I'm liking this match. Kind of harkens back to WrestleMania uh, 21, I think it was, with um, Ray versus Eddie Guerrero mm -hmm. at the beginning of their uh, at the beginning of their um, big rivalry. Uh, it, it kind of harkens back to that, and you know, uh, I. I, at the beginning of this new Dirty Dom thing, I was starting to laugh and and be like, oh my god, he, he's like OG Loaf from the Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. But, um, <clears throat> but he, he's really coming into his own in his role, and I'm really kind of liking it, and I'm really kind of liking what, what this means between Ray and, and Dom and I'm liking this whole situation and I'm um, I'm really liking the idea. I'm I'm looking forward to a big match. Um I think this could have the potential to be at least two and a half stars. Alright. Uh who do you, who do you, who's your pick on this one? I'm going with Dom. All right. Uh, I, think, I think Ray know. I think Ray knows that he is. He his career is dwindling down, and Dom is up on the future. And I think Ray, like Chris Jericho, um, are fans of putting over younger talent. So I think Dom is going. All right, Steve. Um, the match itself, I would give, probably give like maybe a C plus. That's my anticipation. 
uh, as far as who will win, I'm betting Dominic. Um, so yeah, is this gonna be on night one or night two? Do you know? That I don't know. Okay. I I have not seen uh, as of this recording like the schedule for both nights. So the the only thing like the only I want to say like three matches that are like confirmed is Cena in theory for night one, uh, Charlotte and Rhea for night one, and then Co oh, or actually um 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 Seth and Logan. When we get to that, that that's also going to be on night one, and Cody and Roman for night two. So night one's packed already. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to make it unanimous. I really think Dominic is going to win this match. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how, but. I think as far as an entertainment side goes, this could actually be one of the more entertaining matches of the weekend. So, yeah, I'm going to say Dominic wins. Alright, uh, next match is the Men's WrestleMania Showcase match. It's a Fatal 4-Way tag match. Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders. Uh... Steve, I'll let you take this one. I think it'd be a pretty good match. I agree. Mm -hmm. sure. That's three. I would agree. Uh, who's your? Do you have a pick on this one? One second. I'm gonna go with probably Strowman and Ricochet. Okay. Ted. I would go with Strowman and Ricochet. I think they're a good tag team, and they haven't really won a big match yet. So I'm going to go with Strowman and Ricochet. I, as far as my personal, like who I want to see win, I want to see Alpha Academy win. But right. I think it's going to win, Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Ricochet. This is, I mean, this is actually, I think, one of the harder matches to pick for WrestleMania because... You could make a case for each one winning. I, I I just can't see Viking Raiders winning. As much as I like them, I, I just don't see them winning the match. I would agree. I'm gonna go Street Profits on this one, but I'm but I'm on the same boat with Steve. I would really like to see Alpha Academy win, but I think it's gonna be the Street Profits. Yeah, the Alpha Academy winning, I would. I would not mind that. I think it would be a good match um, if they won. So I would agree with you and Steve. But, um, yeah, I think Ron and uh, Rick Shane. Alright. Uh, next match is the women's WrestleMania Showcase match. So it's another Fatal 4-Way. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Oh, by the way, uh, congratulations to Raquel and Braun. They recently got married. Yeah, they posted pictures, I think, yesterday. So congratulations to the both of them. Uh, so Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia and Shotzi, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. I'll take this one to start. Um, 
this... Uh, I'm not looking forward to this. Even though there are people on here that I do like. I like Liv. I like Raquel. Uh, Shayna I like. It's just... I don't know what to expect out of this match. I, I The one thing that I will say to expect is not a lot of Ronda because she is injured, but they are going to let her compete at WrestleMania. And so probably expect her not to get a lot of ring time. Other than that, uh, I'm going to say Ronda and Shayna win the match. How do you guys feel? Ted? I, I, I feel that Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez are going to win. Oh, okay. The most, the, the, more, the most substantial tag team. Um, if Ronda was 100%, I could argue Ronda and um, Shayna, but I, I I just think, you know, Lib Morgan and um, Lib Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, they are the most substantial tag team I've seen them before. They have actually won the tag titles, be it for like I think two weeks, um, but um, still, um, I would I would I would say that. Um, my pick would be uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. All right, Steve. You know, I was hoping Ted wouldn't say that because I wanted to be the first one to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and it wanted time redundant. But yes, I'm going with Morgan and Rodriguez on this one. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, I, I hate Ro- I hate Ronda Rousey. So. Okay. Eh. <laughs> Alright, next match. This is one of the matches that I think could steal the weekend. Triple threat match, Intercontinental title, Gunther defending against Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Ted, you're going to take this one to start. Um, what's that match again? Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus, Intercontinental title. This is the one I'm looking forward to the most, personally. Yeah, th- this is going to be a hard one, and it's going to be a good one to vote. It's going to be a great match. Uh, you know what? Sheamus hasn't had gold for a very long time. And part of it is because he was injured for uh, quite a while. But I'm I'm picking Shamey. Shamey? Shamey. My fellow Irishman. Let's go, Shamey. Let's go, Shamey. My fellow Irishman. He's my fellow Irishman. In the Big Bang Theory, that was... Did you get that from the Big Bang Theory, Ted? No, I've I've heard people call Shamey Shamey. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Uh, in the Big Bang Theory. Well, no, I meant Seamus being called Shavy. I yeah. Yeah, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Yeah, Sheldon and Amy. <laughs> I personally am going for Gunther on this just because I think he's. A, I'm a huge fan of his work, and I really wanted to see him and Lesnar. <laughs> 
but... I, I would agree on that one. Hey, this isn't I'm, a bad backup, though. I'm going for Gunther on this one. I, I, don't, I honestly have never been a big fan of Sheamus. I love Drew McIntyre. I love Gunther, so... Uh, as long as Shamey doesn't win, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> on, on paper, on paper, this has the ability to be an all-time intercontinental title match at WrestleMania, like a Steamboat Savage, Razor, and Shawn. It, it on on paper, it has that potential. But the story has been since September, since the match at Clash at the Castle between Gunther and Sheamus. Right. This is the only title Sheamus has not won. He's won every other title there has been to win for men. Because obviously he can't compete for the women's title. I think having Drew in there does add an interesting twist to the story. Because, you know, Drew is Seamus' friend. They've known each other forever. And Drew would like to be Intercontinental Champion again. But at the same time, here's Gunther, who really, for almost the last year, has been the MVP of the WWE, not named Roman Reigns or Sami Zayn. So, I want Gunther to win... But I think Sheamus is going to win. And I would have no problem with that. So, one of the rare times, I will admit, Sheamus winning would not be an issue for me. Although he's kind of grown on me these last couple years. So, Both of you guys brought up the whole Sheamus. title thing. Go ahead, Ted. Uh, I, I, I like Sheamus. I don't love him, but I like him. Um... He was, he was actually a guy that my father really liked as well. Um, but I, I, I would have no I would have no problem with any of these three. I like Seamus, I like Drew, I kinda like I kinda like Gunther. Uh, I I would have no problem with any of these three winning the the title, but I would agree with Bill. I think this has the potential to be one of the most historic Intercontinental Championship matches. What were you going to say, Steve? Sheamus not being the Intercontinental Champion, fair enough, but WrestleMania at the expense of Gunther or I'm... McIntyre <laughs> is not the place, the time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Can I it like SummerSlam or something, not fucking WrestleMania? Can I can I say one thing before we go to our next match? Mm-hmm. Gunther, no matter what happens here, he has done something that a lot of people have been hoping for for at least the last ten years. He's elevated the Intercontinental Title back to being what it once was. I mean, he has been an a fantastic Intercontinental Champion, and he's represented it so well. We saw it at the Royal Rumble. You know, he's just been such a freak, you know, in a good way as Intercontinental Champion that, my God, he's done wonders with the belt. All right, 
Uh, next match. Edge versus Finn Balor inside Hell in a Cell. And I have good news to report. It is going to be the original Hell in a Cell used, not the red version bullshit. We're getting the original silver gray one. So, hold Steve... On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I, thought we, I read a report we were getting a black one, a black version. I, I've i heard it's the original. Oh. Okay. I've, a black one. That would be... It couldn't get any worse than red, could it? <laughs> I read somewhere that it was going to be black because the Sophie Stadium... Um, the the way the roof is constructed, mm -hmm. it's going to be earlier on, and then, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Who knows? Yeah. I'm overanalyzing it. Well, But yeah, I hope it's the silver one, and I'm looking forward to this match. It should be damn good. Yeah, me too. That red one, who the hell? That red, I don't know. Whoever thought of that should be shot in the head. Vince! Vince! <laughs> Sorry, I, I got a cough there. <laughs> Because well, it's like I understand, you know, the appeal of red. It has its place. But oh, it not, does. And a fucking not paint the color. Like we have to look through it, Vince, and we have to watch the match for twenty minutes, and it kind of gives people a headache. <laughs> yeah. But then again, they also do the camera angles too. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll have a uh, hundred different camera angles for two or three punches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, your Ted. pick. Well, I'm going with uh, Finn Balor on this one. I was going to ask Ted, what do you think? I'm going to go with Edge. This is actually a tough one to pick because this is the end of the feud. Like, you could just tell. This is it. This is the end. Um. all cryptic and shit. <laughs> Apocalyptic. <laughs> this is the end, my friend. <laughs> um, my I, friend now, I, I have read uh, a rumor a couple days ago. There's a possibility. Not only are we going to get Gangrel at WrestleMania, but we're also going to get Christian at WrestleMania. Not Christian, no way. Yeah. He's an AEW, isn't he? I'd love that. Well, the, from what I read, and this again, this is from what I read, so I can't, you know, say it's true or not true. If you are doing a show or an event that is not competing against AEW, you can do it. Thus, um, Chris Jericho and Brooklyn Scott. I read that too. However, the exception is WWE. I know. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> uh, they've already proven it. I mean, they've already, you know, let's just, we'll see what happens. Gangrel, though, I'm very interested to see what they're going to do with that. Will he be used for more, like, could he be used for more than just one thing, you know? Because it's like, they could use him for the entrance, Yeah, who knows? What do you think, Ted? What do you th Are you just going to help Edge out? Do you think he's going to screw Edge? I, I think Gangrel will help Edge if he... if 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 that happens, but I think he might still just be the entrance. entrance. Um, I do like the idea of Christian that um, uh, um, 
Bill mentioned, might I say that there has already been a crossover with Chris Jericho being on the Broken Skull Sessions uh, while he was still on AEW. Well, yeah, but the, but it wasn't on like a big event, so. That's true. That's true. And it wasn't even a wrestling show. It was right. Like, like an actual wrestling show. Plus, it's uh, Stone Cold, yeah. and then it's Chris Jericho. Vince isn't going to say no to Stone Cold, and Tony Khan's not going to say the Chris Jer- uh, say no to Chris Jericho. Right. <laughs> um, as far as the match itself, <sighs> isn't uh, with Finn Balor? He's a part of Judgment Day, right? Yeah, he's the leader. So Judgment Day is going to be down there, probably causing interference with Edge. So well, at least Christian and Gangrel are going to get involved. At least one of them. Right. So, Damian Priest. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm going to go with Edge for right now, but my pick could change between now and the weekend. So, I'm, I'm going to say Edge for now. All right. Uh, next match, and be thankful that I'm taking this one to start. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Uh, this is Vince written all over it. Uh, this okay. First off, I like Omos. I think he's a real cool person down to earth. But let's be real. What is he doing with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? I mean, this should be Brock and Lashley. This should be Brock and Lashley, but it's not. Uh, Lesnar's gonna win it. Lesnar's, you know, gonna F5 him, and people are gonna be like, oh my god, he did it. Brock wins. End of story for me. Do you want to take this, or do you want me to take it first? Talk about spoiler alerts, Bill. Jesus. (laughs) We're in the whole fucking show for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what's gonna happen. (laughs) <laughs> That's what happened uh, with the um, what was it? Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Omos is gonna get offense for about five minutes, and then Brock Lesnar is gonna hit net five out of fucking nowhere, and then win the match. Mm-hmm. And then he'll. Did this I, would with Samoa Joe. <laughs> I would agree. Um, but and I'm sure Brock's not bitching agree. about it. I would also agree with Bill. I like Omos. I like the fact that he's working. I think he's improved a little bit. He's improved a bit. Um, with Omos, it's 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 kind of crazy because he was he was part of the of the COVID lockdown era where he was two wrestlers. He was two characters before he was Omos. He was the bodyguard for Raw Underground. Yes. What was the other one? And he was the big he was the big ninja. Oh god, yeah, that's right. I he was a big ninja. Yes, he was a big ninja. Um but so, like, 
I like Omos. I really liked him with AJ Styles when they were working together. Um, uh, because AJ Styles was a good talker. Omos is not. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I think this is going to be one of the shorter matches at WrestleMania. I think, um, Rock is going to hit an F5 and it'll be done. Maybe, maybe seven to ten minutes. Oh, God. If, if that goes seven to ten minutes, I'll be amazed. <laughs> All right. Uh, next match is a six-woman tag match. Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch against Damage Control. And this one will go to Ted. To start. I'm going to go with Trish and uh, Lita and Becky. You know, they, they, they got the new titles. They haven't really done anything since they have the titles. So, I, I think they need some motivation. Um, but I think this is going to be a really great match. All right, Steve. I think it's gonna be a good match. I'm uh, I'm going for damage control on this one. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go. I I think this is gonna be my upset pick for WrestleMania. I think damage control is gonna win this one. They need a big quality win, and this is the best place to do it right here. But I, I do probably change my mind before the weekend. But but I do expect this to be a good match. I really do. Okay. Uh Steve, you're gonna get this next match. Raw women's title. Bianca Belair defends against Asuka. I'm going with Bianca on this one. Okay. Ted. Uh I'm gonna go with uh, Bianca. I'm going Asuka on this one. Um, I just think it's time. You know, I, I, I love Bianca. I think she's great. She's had the title for a full year, but I think it's time to let someone else uh, run with the title, and who better to do it than Asuka? It could go either way. It I, could. I, I would go say that, yes. All right. Now, the next two matches, I'm, I'm kind of glad they're back-to-back -back because this is going to lead to a discussion here. So, I'll talk about this first match, and then we'll get to the other one, and then I'll ask you guys the question. So, the next match, undisputed tag team titles, the Usos defending against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. My God, what a freaking match this is going to be. It's going to be great. It is going to be insane. You have the story built up. It's just right there. I expect this to be kind of like the Intercontinental. What the? Oh, that's Simba. Okay. I was like, who the hell oh, is no, hitting? That was just me. That was just, that was just me tossing my water bottle back and forth. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought you were hitting the water. Like... Bad water, bad water. No. Um, <laughs> um, I expect this to, when this is over, 
I think we're looking at maybe another all-time classic match at WrestleMania. With, with one of the feel-good moments of the weekend, we're going to have new tag team champions. Zayn and Owens are going to win the belts. Um, I would agree with Bill uh, on both fronts. I think this is going to be an insane match. I think this is going to be... I think this is going to be... This could be the Savage and Steamboat of tag team matches at WrestleMania. Wow. Ted going far on that one. Because, you know, all four are amazing wrestlers. I love... I, I love all four of them. Um, and, you know, it's been... It's been... It's... it And something that kind of surprised me a little bit is how... Is how quick this has changed. Like, you, you look at the Royal Rumble, you look at the night after the Royal Rumble, um... Not, not the Royal Rumble, sorry. The uh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. You look at the night after Survivor Series. I I heard Kevin Owens um, call uh, Sami Zayn an Uso pile of shit. <laughs> an Uso piece of shit. He's like, come back in the ring, you Uso piece of shit. And now they're tag team partners. Um, I kind of predicted that this was going to happen, but I didn't, I, I, I didn't think it would take this long to implode. Um, so I, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with Bill on both fronts. I think Zane and KO are going to win this match. All right. Uh, Steve. I think I'm going to go with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens on this one. All right. I think overall this is going to be, uh, WrestleMania is going to be the downfall of the bloodline. Oh, it has to. It has to, I think. I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. Downfall of the bloodline. All right. Um, next match is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defending against Rhea Ripley. And Ted, you're going to take this one. Charlotte, I think Rhea is the future, but she's not right now. So I think I'm going to go with Charlotte. Okay, Steve? I'm going with Rhea Ripley on this one. I think she's ready. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to agree with Steve. I think it's Rhea Ripley's time to have the SmackDown Women's title... I think the only reason Charlotte was brought back was for this moment, this situation. And I think it's just time. I really think it is time for, you know, Rhea Ripley to have the belt. Which leads to the question, what should main event night one of WrestleMania 
the tag team title match or the SmackDown women's title match? Tag team titles. It should be the tag title match. Nothing against Charlotte and Rhea. And I if it, if that goes last, it's because of the whole Rhea won the Rumble. Like, I get that. But mm -hmm. Usos and But but the Usos and KO and Sammy is like the best built story from uh, like the beginning. That should headline the first night of WrestleMania. Again, nothing against Charlotte or Rhea, but it should be the tag title match. If you ask Charlotte or Rhea that same question, I guarantee they see the tag team champ uh, the tag team match too. That's yeah, they... a long story to it. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out come Saturday night. And if, uh, I guess one other thing, Saturday and Sunday will also be further evidence if Vince really is more involved than yes. many of us think. Yes, thank you for saying that. Because I think, and, and I'll yeah. say it now, of all the matches at WrestleMania, Charlotte and Rhea, to me, is the one that's going to show if Vince is back in control or not. Because if Rhea wins, I think Hunter is in control. If Charlotte wins, then Vince is in control. But that's just me. I would agree. I would agree. Alright. Uh, next match, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. And it is Steve that's going to take this one. Should be a good match. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins on this one. All right, Ted. I would agree with um, with uh, Steve. I, I I think it's gonna be a very good match, but I think Seth is gonna win. I was contemplating my pick until I read today that Logan Paul said that. Contract-wise, this is his last match. Is this weekend? So I'm gonna say Seth Rollins wins. But I do expect that to be a really good match. I really do. All right. Um. Next match, and this match is actually going to start the Saturday portion of WrestleMania. Austin or Austin Aries, Austin Theory defending the U.S. title against John Cena. Uh, I'll take this one to start. Ah, uh, Theory of of all the people at WrestleMania this year, he's the one who needs the win more than anybody else. Cause if he loses, what do you do with the character? What do you do with the Austin Theory character if he loses to John Cena? But it, it's Theory. This is Austin Theory written all over it. I would agree with Bill. It's going to be a good match, I think. It's going to be a decent match. But I would agree with Bill. 
I'm sorry, Steve. I, I didn't give you a chance. Oh, no, um, I'm going with John Cena on this one based on the fact that it's the first match of the event and they want to start it off with a big bang. And John Cena winning his return match at Mania. Doesn't get any bigger than that. And I do I, have a question for Steve. Okay. Uh-huh. How do you, how long do you think he's going to keep the title? I have no idea what his schedule's like in Hollywood. So I don't know. Till SummerSlam, maybe. And I and I did read today. If Cena wins, he's going to tie Ric Flair for most reigns as United States champion with six, if he wins. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he was close to breaking his world title, so this would be cool. All right, and now the big one. The biggie. The main event for Sunday night. Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship against Cody Rhodes. And Ted, I gave you the first match. It's only fitting you get the last match. I have been back and forth on this match. It's going to be a hell of a match. Grab your popcorn. Get ready. Because drumroll, please. Dusty Rhodes's dream comes true with his son. I'm probably not going to have very many confidence points on this, but Dusty Rhodes's dream does come true with his son. Cody Rhodes is going to beat Roman Reigns. All right, Steve. I uh, definitely agree with Ted. Um, Roman is supposed to be taking a little bit of time off this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They've been building up the Cody Rhodes, you know, full story, you know, carrying on the father's legacy for a long time. Uh, so I uh, think that Cody is definitely going to win. I don't want him to win. I prefer Roman, to be honest. Between those two characters, like who entertained me more over the past, they're like throughout their career. I'm a, more of a fan of Roman Reigns than I am of Cody Rhodes. Uh, but who's gonna win? Who knows? Okay, that's fair. I will say this though, because uh, I, I brought this up on Facebook. Call me an idiot, but this is, it never clicked to me why Cody You're an Rhodes idiot. No, I'm just kidding. The American Nightmare. <laughs> and then it occurred to me, I'm like, wait a minute, his dad is known as the American Dream. He's the American Nightmare. Duh. My whole mixture is dead. I never, I never, like, thought about it until now. Actually, real quick, before I go into my whole thing, our friend Jim, I remember we had this talk once about you're calling yourself the American Nightmare 
but you have a tattoo of the word dream on your chest. <laughs> I'm like, well, you got a point. <laughs> On the half of gamer, that. on the half of gamers everywhere, I am voting for Cody Rhodes. I remember, I still remember that he used to have his um, uh, Zelda boots. The Zelda boots. When he was wrestle, when he would wrestle, yes, the Zelda boots. All right. Being a gamer. So. Mad respect. Here's my thinking, and I and I've said this a few times, and. I'll say it at least one more time. The destiny of this match and the ending was written in the stars the Raw after WrestleMania when Cody cut that promo talking about the WWE title. How his dad never got it. He was close, but he never got it. After I saw that promo, I was like, there's no way Cody is not in the main event of this WrestleMania. And then he had uh then he had the injury before Hell in a Cell. And when that happened, I was like, oh my god, it's gone. Like I honestly thought it was gone. But due to medical science and how Cody works out, amazingly, knock on wood, we still have this. We're in Hollywood, Los Angeles, for WrestleMania. And the old cliche, it's a Hollywood ending. We're going to get a Hollywood ending at WrestleMania. You all better get the, the, the tissue ready, because there's going to be very few dry eyes in the house at the end of Sunday night. And Roman Reigns, who I, I just want to say, hell of a job these past two and a half years. He has gone he has gone far beyond what anybody would have ever asked him to do as champion. But it's time. Cody's the one. Cody is going to win the WWE title. Um he'll celebrate with his wife, his daughter. Maybe Dustin will be there. I, I, I think they'll I think Tony will let Dustin be there in the audience. He can't let Dustin not be at his brother's biggest moment. Um It's going to be a celebration the size of Texas. And Cody is going to be the next WWE champion. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the official card for WrestleMania 39. Let me ask you guys a question. Mm -hmm. Now that we've talked about the whole event, um, in terms of like a scale of 1 to 10, in terms of overall, not just in-ring match quality, but the actual overall entertainment aspect with everything, Mm -hmm. What would you guys rate this year? So, uh, what would you guys predict this year? I'm going to give maybe a 7 or 8. I'm giving us an 8, actually. I'm, I'm on the same boat with you. I think some of the matches, they've built up really well. Uh, the main event, obviously. The tag title match is another one. Uh, Hell in a Cell 
was built up really good. And Ray and Dominic was built up really good. Those are the four four examples I would use. I would go with Nate as well. I, you know, Ray and yeah. Dominic was Ray and Dominic I think was built up for a very long time and it was built up really, really well. These matches are built up incredibly well. Um and you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Um It's not the only thing on my mind right now. Thanks opening day being tomorrow. Yes. But <laughs> But um yeah, yeah, yeah I, I I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um you know, and it's actually a good point you brought up, Steve, about, you know, what would you rate the build-up? I think it's so hard in general to, like, to pick, if there are any, a WrestleMania, like, where the build-up is a 10. I'm sure some are going to say 17, but for, you know, like, for every good build-up, there are build-ups that aren't done well. So, I, I really don't think there's a singular WrestleMania that you could say the build-up was a 10. I think an 8 or a 9 is about as high as you could go, because for every good build-up that you have, there are some that were built up poorly. And, we, and I think we talked about a couple of those during uh, this episode. So... But that's a that's a very good question, Steve. Yeah, I uh, I was just thinking about the card, and I was listening to you and Ted talk about all the matches. I am more excited about the events after having talked to you both of you guys about it. I am, so that's good. Uh, <laughs> however, you know, it's, I was actually just thinking a minute ago. It's kind of ironic, you know. I personally have expressed. Uh, complaints that Lesnar keeps monopolizing the main event. Um, and this isn't just because I didn't get what I wanted. I'm glad he's not in the main event. Trust me. <laughs> but <laughs> see, the Omos match to me, um, I would have rather had seen him against Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So. I would agree. Or or Gunther, him and Gunther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a three-way or who knows? Maybe add Lesnar. Uh, to that match, make the fatal four-way for the Intercontinental Title, and and poor Lashley. Can we talk about Lashley real quick? He was supposed to face Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, but because of some reason that we don't have a concrete evidence report of, Lashley's not going to get a WrestleMania match. He's in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal Friday night. Is it because of Wyatt? It's like it. It's either he's injured or there's something else that's wrong with Wyatt. I don't really know. But that's easy. Just put him okay. Like it was supposed to be in the first place. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's just if they would just kept it, not changed their mind over here, like I don't know. The thing about uh, you it's easy for us to criticize. Uh, this type of thing, but sometimes we can't ignore how much of a responsibility it is to manage that many wrestlers 
on a multi-million dollar event and trying to figure out what exactly to do with them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, however, some of the stuff like the Lesnar Lashley, the Lesnar, like it, it's it's, it's almost like it's a no-brainer. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that one out. You right. Know what I mean, right. I'm thinking something happened with Omos. Something that had to have happened with Omos, where maybe he sweet talked Triple H or something. I don't know. And then another person I want to mention real quick, Carmella. Carmella was scheduled to be in that women's showcase match teaming with Chelsea Green, but something has come up the last couple of weeks where no report has been mentioned, and she's now... What? Like, failed the drug test. Look at Matt Riddle. Failed the drug test. Not you anything. Drug and, then, and then Riddle went to rehab, so... Well, let me ask you, let's, uh, this is something that I did want to bring up that's kind of off-topic from WrestleMania, but it was something I did remember reading, and it is relevant. Okay. Um, WWE and uh, WWE being legally, uh, being legally added to uh, betting... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You, I don't know how to, I don't know how to articulate that properly, but I read a report where you know how you can bet legally on officially with like the official companies, like you know you can like bet on UFC DraftKings. or NFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DraftKings. I I read a report that WWE is uh, like internally they are actively strategizing to see if it realistically can be done that they can be a part of that. I... What do y'all think? I don't know because the states, because I, I know of at least three states that they've tried: Michigan, Indiana, and Colorado are three. I think each state is different from others as far as betting goes, so I really don't know if they're going to be able to do it. And if they are, I'm not sure which states will allow it. And then, again, uh, and to go on to that point as well, it's not going to be every WWE match. It's only going to be certain matches. So... I mean, they're, they're, they're already on DraftKings right now. And... But betting in general, I don't know. I, I would agree with... I, I, I would agree so with... Let's make, this, uh, let's, let's make this more interesting. If they actually did do it, how would they actually get it to work? Because they would have to change the way uh, matches and stories are planned now. Mm-hmm. So how do you make that work? That part I haven't figured out in my head. Me neither. I guess, that's the, I guess like, in, in terms of a root cause, like what is the important part of this? What impact does it have? What are the consequences if they do it? The biggest consequence is, okay, you're already in charge of producing an event. How do we do this? Like, you know, keep... I, I don't want to, like, sound redundant. I just saw that story I thought was interesting. I wanted to share it with do, you guys. Do, do you want to hear a prediction that I kind of have right now? Sure. Within the next, within the next few years, there's going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. Because you, uh, I've seen that there are cheats going on with um, Dean Ambrose. He is not happy in AEW. Um, yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like he's like he's like he's 
I, I saw this thing say, saying that he was quoted saying that he's wrestled for a very long time and he hasn't gotten this backstage shit that he's gotten now with AEW. And I think I think by next year's WrestleMania, I read that too, there could be a possible Shield reunion. I don't think what it's do going to be a Shield reunion. I think that um, any job is frustrating. Oh, definitely. And definitely, no I would agree. And John Moxley is not going to go back to the WWE ever again. Uh, well, never say never, but I think I think he, I think the point of uh, I think his point was that uh, there's rumors that CM Punk is trying to come back, and John Moxley doesn't want him to come back. I wouldn't either. And his point is, like, I've never had to deal with so much dramatic bullshit in my wrestling career until Stu Joe Punk came in and started bitching about stupid shit. And that's his point. I mean, because the whole thing with Punk is, besides saying he'd be willing to squash any beef with the Bucks and Omega, is the fact that, you know, he thought Moxley was kind of unprofessional and mm-hmm. was using like how to book the first one the the first title match where it's like let's do it Rocky 3 you know where Clubber Lang beats Rocky and then you'll get the belt back and Punk didn't know what he was talking about because apparently Punk had never seen any of the Rocky movies which I find very hard to believe but being at CM Punk it could be anything and then there's the talk about Jericho being a stooge and stuff. And I, I, I think I'm, I, I fully agree with Steve on this, where there are going to be times where you are frustrated at your job and yeah. you're going to lash out and you're going to say what's on your mind. I don't think Moxley's leaving. I really don't because he's too important of a value to AEW at this point in time. He carried that company the second half of 2022, and he did eventually get paid. Because what Ted was saying was, there was a point where Moxley was not under contract, and he could have gone to SummerSlam with the AEW title, could have just gone out and be like, hey, I'm here, I have the AEW title on a WWE pay-per-view. And I know... I think the biggest problem with, you know, people saying about the backstage stuff and how people are saying, oh, you know, they're talking about it out in public too much. This is a different generation of wrestlers. Uh, and I mean, I mean, the healthier and smarter generation, by the way. Yeah. But what I mean by that is it's younger. It's a younger group who... I'm not going to say all of them, but about half of them, I think, were never taught the, you know, don't put, you know, don't put your laundry out for everyone to see or to hear. I I really think that way. And, you know, we saw it a couple of weeks ago in that promo with MJF and Darby Allen, where Allen's like half the, you know, the guys in the back want to leave, you know, then just leave. It's like... 
Yeah, I mean, it was a good promo, but you probably shouldn't have mentioned it on television. That's something that has to be taken control of, but that's another topic for another day. But I don't... It could go either way. I don't think... I. I I don't think Moxley will be there at WrestleMania next year. I I just don't see it happening. I do think I do think Moxley um may have just been working with the Click. Um, the Click is in a different Click, as in the online Click, not the not the Hunter Sean them yeah them them that Click. Not that click. Here, you bring up an interesting point about the Shield re- reunion. I would just think about this. I could see it realistically being that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns get older and they don't want to go back to WWE after they take a vacation. They're gonna go. They're gonna want to go back, maybe be with AEW or whatever. There is a possibility of that happening, and from there, you know, if they want to do that, you know, they obviously can. If they're all in the same company. What? Whatever way it happens, I would be I would be approving of it because I really liked the Shield. Everyone did. They were very. They were one of the most successful groups of the past thirty-five years. Oh yeah. The only difference is they didn't really have a revolutionary impact on merchandise sales that NWO did. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the key difference between the more. The, the revolution that word gets thrown around a lot in practical terms what it means is they sold a lot of t-shirts a lot of dvds and a lot of fucking tickets the shield they never capitalized on the merchandise thing otherwise yeah one of the best of all time one of my favorites of all time and my god the matches they had were fantastic they, like you could have put the three of them into any combination at that time and it was great wrestling to watch. You could legitimately Absolutely. have like a best of like three DVD compilation of Shield matches. They were workhorses. They were. Absolutely, I would agree. I mean, hey. uh, they loved what they were doing. They knew that what they were doing was gaining traction, not only backstage, but with the fans. They had something special. Yeah. And the and the other thing is they were young. And they were growing up together. And they were hungry. Yep. Yes. They were very, very hungry. All three of them were. Especially... I had, I had no idea who any of them were. I didn't watch NXT. I didn't know who any of them were. Two or three weeks later, I was buying it with the idea. Because that, that's what they did. That's how good they were. Sorry, I cut you off, guys. No, I'm, I'm thinking about if because we are. Uh, I know Bill wants to. I'm not sure if Bill has any uh, commitments, but can we go till seven p.m., Bill? Uh, that's what another twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah, we can do another twenty minutes. Okay. It's sweet. WrestleMania weekend, baby. Come on, it's our well, biggest no, shows of the year. Let's, let's do it. Do it. I'm starting to think of more stuff that I read over the over the past couple of weeks and whatnot. Um, I've read a report that... Uh, what was it? Well, besides what I've read, what have you guys read? Have you all read anything that interested you all? Um, 
I, I, I did read, and it, it's not pertaining to the current product in general, but I did read that uh, Superstar Billy Graham's health is not doing too well as of late. Uh, let me let me pull up the exact quote that his wife wrote uh, as soon as I can. Here it is. Yeah, this was at like overnight. Uh, his wife Valerie wrote on Billy Graham's Facebook page: "Things are horribly difficult. Wayne—that's his real name—is struggling and still not home. I was in the ER this weekend, still testing positive for COVID." shortness of breath, severe coughing, said it's inflammation and bronchitis from COVID. This is horrible and going through it alone is getting harder every day. I just had a call from the nursing facility and Wayne has refused all of his meds today. He's dealing with a lot of confusion and depression. He's still 100% deaf and has now lost 65 pounds. It's breaking my heart not being able to see him. This Friday will be 12 weeks since he's been home. And now, on top of everything else, I have to figure out how to come up with, medic with his Medicare copay. The nursing facility called this morning to tell me he's reached the cap, so now back to paying $200 a day out of pocket. I have no idea where that money will come from. Can get very overwhelming, but I know the Lord is with us and He will provide. Thank you for your constant prayers. Dang, sixty-five pounds he's lost. I'm. Yeah. I mean, this kind of this kind of reminds me of that movie, The Wrestler, with Mickey Rourke. Yes. Um, I was gonna say because I, I I have differing opinions. Of Billy Graham. Billy Graham, the wrestler, is one of the biggest influential wrestlers ever to pro wrestling. I mean, ever. Uh, Billy Graham, the person, uh, not really the best person in the world. But, you know, I, I, I do feel bad for him. I, I feel bad for his family that he's going through this. I'm looking at their GoFundMe campaign right now, and as of this recording, they have raised over $8,000 with a goal of $25,000. So they, they are making money. They just need more help and more time, I guess. Um, trying to, th oh, um, Friday night, uh, Super Card of Honor is shaping up to be a pretty good show. I, I, I know neither one of you are going to watch it or more than likely not watch it, but it's looking like a pretty good show. Who's on it? Uh, actually I'll pull the card, you know, let me get this and then I'll pull the card up. You do do boo boo do 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 Baby shark do do Main event is Claudio Castagnoli versus Eddie Kingston for the Ring of Honor title. They're going to have a ladder match for the vacant tag titles, and Mark Briscoe is going to challenge Samoa Joe for the TV title. 
So it's seven matches in all for that show Friday night. But again, I'm I'm kind of a mark for Ring of Honor, so you know I'll I'll be watching Friday night. I mean, if SmackDown wasn't on, I would I would go for it. <laughs> I thought I'm watching it. SmackDown and the pay per view. But I might I might I might buy it and watch it later. Watch it later. Those matches look really cool. Well. I mean, the only thing really on SmackDown that's happening is that Battle Royal, unless they put something else on, you know, match-wise, and then... The Hall of Fame. Red Carpet. The Hall of Fame. Yeah, but that's after SmackDown. Now, okay, now, actually, that's a... Okay, let, let's talk about that. The Hall of Fame. Because this is the second year in a row that they're doing the Hall of Fame after SmackDown. Do you like this new format, or should they change it uh, some way to where the Hall of Fame can get more time instead of, you know, shortening the time and competing with their own show? Ted has muted himself, so I guess Steve. <laughs> what did Ted say? Well, he muted himself. It, it says out here, Ted muted themselves. Okay. What was the question? Do you think they should change anything with the Hall of Fame being after SmackDown? Because this is the second year in a row they're doing that. I actually prefer that. Is, is SmackDown on Fridays? Yeah, SmackDown's on Fridays. So it's going to be after SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that gives me something to do Friday night. There you go. Um, I mean, my only, my only complaint is the, is basically, you know, the people that are getting inducted, they're not going to be given a lot of time or too much time, I guess, to say what they want to say and all that. But, but that's kind of been WWE's way for God knows how long at this point. So I'm back. I, Oh, welcome back. So I really Sorry don't. I had to pee. <laughs> so I really don't know, you know, if this will be a continuing trend or if, you know, they'll change it up again. Because one thing we do have to remember is they're going to be doing TV uh, negotiating soon with you know the networks to see where SmackDown's going to go, and we don't know where. You know, SmackDown's going to end up. It, it may not be with Fox when the deal is over, but as far as the Hall of Fame, I wish they'd give it a little bit more time, but I, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's just me. How, how do you feel, Ted, uh, about the Hall of Fame going after SmackDown? I kind of, I kind of feel like... It should just be one really long night. Because, okay. like, I I, 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 I agree with Bill because, you know, they should get more time. But at the same time... <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm, I'm not... I, I'm, I, I, I like the idea that 
excuse me, that they're doing it in the wrestling ring now? Instead of, like, Oscar style, um, which, you know, for a couple of years they were doing it in a, in a ring before they were, uh, before they were, um, uh, doing it after SmackDown. But right. I would, I would have to say, I would have to say I, I, I like the idea of you get a ticket to SmackDown, you get a ticket to see this Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, I really like that idea. Last year was really amazing with Undertaker and uh, Shad Gaspard. Those two were like the selling point. Those two were amazing, and the others were really, really great too. Um, I will have to say, like, with that Ring of Honor show, I would probably watch that if SmackDown was Thursday night. If SmackDown was tonight, I would probably watch that Ring of Honor show on Friday night. Uh, because, you know, it, it just looked, it just sounds really, really great. Um, but, you know, um, I don't know how I'm going to buy it or not. I, I, I do want to watch Stand and Deliver. Um, yeah, that'll be uh, Saturday afternoon. I, actually, do you guys want to go over those matches real quick? We've, we've got some time. Sure. Sure. All right, let me pull that up. Uh, no, 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 no. Actually, I do want to say, I don't know if you guys saw uh, the promo with Sean and Roxanne Perez, because there had been a story where Perez collapsed and I, I didn't see the whole thing but I caught parts of it and Sean was like I'll let you in the match but I want you to get tests I don't want you to go for further examinations I want you to get tests the shot sounded so pissed it was fantastic yeah I remember that I remember that oh that was pretty funny alright so there this is actually I think their biggest card to date. This is seven matches for an NXT event. So we'll start with an eight-person tag match where the winner gets control of Chase U. So it's Andrew Chase, Duke Hudson, Tyler Bate, and Thea Hale against Schism, Joe Gacy, Rip Fowler, Jagger Reed, and Ava. I'm going to go with Schism. Yeah, I'll go with Tad last one. Uh, I think I'm going to go chase you. Just to be different I, I, on that one. I like both, I like both tag teams, though, but I, I might go Alright. Uh, then we have a triple threat match for the NXT Tag Team Titles. Gallus will defend against the Creed Brothers and the Family. I think Gallus is going to retain the titles. Yeah, I think so too. Ted? I would agree. I would agree. I think it's going to be Gallus. All right. 
Uh, this next match, this is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most seeing. Johnny Gargano and Grayson Waller in an unsanctioned match. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Johnny Gargano. Yeah, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, it has to be Gargano. I can't stand Grayson Waller. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the character. I don't know if it's the person. I just can't stand the guy. And I, I don't know what NXT and WWE see of him. Because I, I don't think he's as good as everyone makes him out to be. So, yeah, I think Gargano's going to win. Alright, then we have a fatal five-way for the North American title. Wesley defends against Ilya Dragunov, J.D. McDonough, Axiom, and Dragon Lee. I'm going to go with Wesley. Dragon Lee. Ooh, okay. Two different... Uh, uh, this is tough. I'm... I'll, I'll go with Wesley on this one. Although, if Dragon Lee won it, I'd be very happy. Because I do like him. He's very good. Yeah, all these... All, all these guys look really, really good. So, and and Dragunov is a beast. He's a freaking beast. <laughs> uh, now we got the NXT Women's Tag Title Match. Fallon, he yeah, Fallon Henley and Kiana James defend against Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Isla Dawn. All right. So you say new tag champs? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the retainers right now. I'm gonna go with Steve. I think we're gonna get new tag champs on this one. I I because I because I've noticed there's maybe a little bit of dissension among the champs. So there is, there is. So I could see new champs there. Then we have a ladder match. For the NXT Women's title, Roxanne Perez defends against Gigi Dolan, Zoe Stark, Tiffany Stratton, Lyra Valkyria, and Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Gigi Dolan. Uh, I'm going to go with the champ. I, I think Roxanne Perez is going to retain the title on this one. Yeah, it would be it, it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm just going to go with Gigi. I, I know her story. She's been very open recently about her story. Yeah. I think it, it, this could be like that that storybook ending thing. Uh, even though it's not really an ending, she's only right. 21, 22 years old. Really and the main event for the NXT title, Braun Breaker defends against Carmelo Hayes. Braun Breaker. Why do you go, Bill? Alright. Breaker's had the title for almost a year. But Carmelo Hayes, I think, is the best wrestler in NXT. He's the complete package. And 
it, it's time. It, it's time for Hayes to win the title. It, 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 he's ready. I'm agreeing with Bill here. It's going to be him. Going to be him. <laughs> and then, actually, you know what? That'll lead me to one more question. Since we've done our picks for both shows. Who, if anybody, do you see between the Raw after WrestleMania and the SmackDown after WrestleMania either returning or making their main roster debut? Randy Orton. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to save his return for Raw or SmackDown. All right. That's a good one, Steve. Isn't he cleared? I don't know. I think he's cleared. AJ Styles, uh, too. Yeah, it's possible. I, I'm going to go with Styles. I think he's going to be on Raw. I think, because we haven't heard anything in a while, I think Riddle comes back, and it'll be on Raw Monday night. All three of these are really great answers. Uh, Riddle has been on his Instagram, and he's going through some shit right now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, I wouldn't expect him back anytime soon. Let me check. Real... Instagram. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> I think his wife just had a kid or some shit. Uh, Riddle bro. Uh, let's see. Well, his last post was March 9th, and it looks like he's at a dojo. Yeah, what's up? So I think... They're, they're both going to go? Yeah. Okay, so, great. all right, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to stick with Riddle. That'll be my pick. Yeah, I would... I, yeah, Riddle coming back would be a good pick, um... Yeah, I'm I'm seeing this him 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 on uh, on March 9th, but then there's this black and white picture. Uh, All right. Um, oh, oh, he's got a new girlfriend now. Yeah, I think she's a porn star. If I read right. Misha, Misha, Misha. All right. Um. Well. Why don't we wrap it up here? Uh, do you guys have any plugs? Maybe social media for people to follow you, or? Um, no, not really. Um, I think as always, follow me on Twitter at CapsHeart99. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in uh, to this, the first part of our WrestleMania week. Uh, Saturday, Fro's going to join me for his picks, and we'll probably give our thoughts on the Hall of Fame and Supercard of Honor as well. So, uh, until then, and again, thank you to Ted and Steve for joining me today. We've been wanting to do this for quite some time, and no better day than the present. Thanks. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you guys later in a week.